0: All right, we locked in right now. It's the Will One Podcast. Got a special guest in the cut right here. You know, as you can see, it's my good friend Danny. Introduce yourself to people.
1: Hi there, my name is Danny Romero. That's my last name. <laughs> uh, yeah. How else? What else do you need me to? Say?
0: I mean, it's whatever. I mean, it's your introduction. It's your world right now.
1: <laughs> um, I, I'm an actor. Uh, that's
0: how we met. Yes, yes, so, you um, know, on set. on set. You know, I might clip that in here too. Just throw that in there, just, you know, in case you guys are drinking your big cafes or so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh,
1: but yeah, so uh, we met through through that, and that's that's about it. I
0: and now we here. Now we, we here. Now. It. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Danny, I like to kind of do it like how we usually do on the show. We kind of like like to start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Get the story, you know, where you come from, where you know, you, where you grew up, family, sibling life, all those little things. Like I always say, I say this on every episode now. It's like we know this is Big Danny right here, but like, what was Little Danny say?
1: Right, right. Um, okay, uh, so. I was born in Mexico.
0: Where in Mexico? Just to so people know. Like, yeah, a Mexico big City.
1: Yeah, big okay. country. So yeah, I was born in Mexico City, which is right like, in the middle. Yes, right in the middle. I'm good
0: with geography.
1: Yeah, you are. It seems like it. you're like it's a big country and it's right in the middle. And like most people they are there like Mexico City, and they're like
0: yeah, they probably think Mexico City is like Tijuana.
1: literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. They're like well. Like they just see Mexico, and it's just like they just think of the entire country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> true, true. Uh, but yeah, so I was born there. My dad's Mexican, mm-hmm. uh, and my mom's um, Scottish and Irish. Oh, okay, um, okay. Which is why I am white.
0: Just and to let you guys Canadian. know, you know, <laughs> she she is a Latino. She's white, passing for a reason. You yeah. Know? A reason.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I'm still white, anyway. But okay. uh, <laughs>
0: a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah,
1: there you go. Uh, so yeah, so, um, I was born there, I have, uh, two older siblings, I have a brother and a sister, my brother... Oh, so you're the baby? Yes. I mean, I'm the baby too, so... Are you really? Yeah, yeah uh,
0: so. I got two older brothers. Two older brothers? So, my youngest of three, just like you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, did you, did you find, like, when you were, like, growing up as a younger sibling, did you figure, or, like, feel like you were, like, given special treatment? Because I feel like it tends to be like a, it's a it's a thing that people think like you're the smallest like people.
0: Yes and no for me because like don't get me wrong, I still had to do things and like sometimes even my older bros they would be like, "Nah, like you don't you're not going to do that unless you do this." Right. So like there are things like that, but then there are times where my older brothers kind of just got the brunt of things just because it's just like.
1: Because your Mm. parents are learning.
0: uh, Yeah, and it's just like, and they're just like, they look at me like, nah, like he's not really that big of a threat at this point in time.
1: I know what you mean. Yeah. I feel like that's similar for me because Mm -hmm. my brother, so my brother's the first Mm -hmm. one and then my sister and then me. And I feel like both of them were more so like rebels, like kind of doing like They'd Rebel cannot, without
0: a cause, or just, like, like out, outlandish?
1: I mean, my brother, I think, like, when you think about my... Well, when I think about my brother, I think of somebody that's very... Has so much creative energy, mm. but is very much, like, will... Like, when somebody says, like, this is how it is, he's like, but oh, why? You know what I mean? Like, he will just challenge uh, the status quo. I mean, so there ain't
0: nothing wrong with that.
1: There is nothing wrong with that. But I think growing up, uh, there was probably, you know...
0: It it can hinder him a little bit. Yes, yeah. Yeah.
1: He was was difficult in school.
0: Makes you seem more defiant because, like, you know, you're asking questions, which is crazy because, like, how else do we learn unless we ask questions? yeah, I think, yeah.
1: But I, on the other side, was completely the
0: opposite. So you're just like...
1: I was just like, yeah, whatever you say.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll do. <laughs> I feel like it's a weird thing, but, like, as the youngest, I kind of felt like that, too, at times, where it was just, like, in certain situations, I was just, like, you oh, know, whatever, I'll just go with the flow, like, maybe this is, yeah. like, how it's, how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And, like, I guess, I don't know, I have this weird, like, innocence of, like, mm-hmm. I just believed whoever was telling me something would, like, mm-hmm. follow me in the right direction. I have have the right,
1: yeah, yeah, intentions, 100%. Mm-hmm. I also think that, for me, at least, I think I I was a very... And I still am kind of like an introspective, like I see things mm-hmm. and I think for me, because I I knew how uh my mom was, you know, had a lot in her hands. Mm-hmm. Um my dad is a musician, he traveled a lot for uh, work and and my mom had a had it hard, you know. So I think
0: So okay. how was that like with your dad like traveling with for work and then all three of you guys at home and mom, like yeah.
1: Um, I mean, it was, I have fond memories for the most part of like my childhood. Mm -hmm. Like I think I had a pretty good childhood. Of course, there were times that, that were difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think what I remember most is like when my dad would come, like I, I associated candy with love. And ah. he would always bring like a can like a candy or something from like somewhere that yeah. like he would travel from yeah. yeah.
0: a little something a little something sweet
2: for you guys. Yeah, exactly. It's
1: <laughs> just like here you go. I haven't been here for a few weeks, but here you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you know, I, but I, I think from that it was like I was I you know, bring it back to the point mm-hmm. of like I was very introspective so I could tell that Things were kind of hard for my mom and my mm. both of my siblings were kind of more challenging uh, of the status quo. So okay. I tended to be the person that was just like, I won't question. I'll just be the one that's easy. Like I don't want to cause any problems. I still am that way, and I'm still t- kind of learning to like, you know, stand my ground. Yeah, I'll
0: say. Sometimes you got to be like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, this yeah. Is how I move it
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Going through therapy has also helped a lot. Nah, uh, it's, I it's mean, a big I,
0: thing. It's a big thing.
1: Just started therapy, but. Um, yeah, just, she's helped me understand a lot how, um, I think from a young age, I did not have, I don't know how to perceive anger. Mm. I have a hard time experiencing it because I don't associate it with something that's good. Um, Mm. so I think that, yeah, from the, from the get go, I, if something's bothering me, I often won't see it.
0: And kind of like almost like shell in a little bit. 100%, that's yeah. that's that's crazy.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, I mean,
0: I think a lot of us are like that too. Like you know, as time goes on, because like especially when we start in the beginning, because like I feel uh, if you're a defiant person, it's kind of like something that you just always had. Mm-hmm. It's very hard, like you said, to like work into it. Mm-hmm. And then because you don't want to feel like you're doing something wrong. because so I always say we all have a moral compass
2: mm-hmm.
0: and we all kind of know when we're doing right or wrong,
2: right? Like,
0: yeah. you know, and it doesn't feel good to be angry at somebody. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like in a weird way, it's something that you have to do in order for people to know there's a line that you cannot
2: cross. And
1: that's a hundred percent. Yeah. It, it's like anger and as I've learned, <laughs>
0: still learning, still learning, yeah, still learning. Still
1: learning uh, but I think, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. What you said. Mm-hmm. Anger is a helpful tool for when you are being taken advantage of.
0: Yeah. Because when you
1: are, when it's unfair, mm-hmm. you know,
0: I definitely agree with that. Cause I feel like it's crazy. I, I hate that people take kindness for weakness. Yeah. And I feel like that's a huge thing. 100%. So it's like, people have to have that, that ability, excuse me, to like stand their ground to just be like, nah fuck that as much as i'm a nice person you're not gonna like fuck around with me because you feel like i'm nice and i'm not gonna say anything let alone do anything so i feel those are always big things that it's hard to identify especially like if you haven't done it for most of your life but amazing when you do because then you realize oh shit there's a little bit of power in
1: saying no (laughs) no that is so true yeah no i agree uh it's it's weird i i i'm like i said i'm just kind of still learning mm. what that means for me but that was a lot of my childhood i kind of just like compliant complacent mm. uh i'll do well in school mm. I'll, i won't do it, like you know but then i was also kind of like as a kid when i started learning about climate change mm-hmm. that was a big thing for me like mm. i became obsessed with like the idea of saving the planet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we
0: got to because we got like the whole garbage patch in the Pacific Ocean, like you know, <laughs> and like,
1: you know, having summer and winter, like <laughs> right, you know, all
0: this stuff is so
1: it's like, yeah,
0: I I definitely agree with you because like you know the effects are clearly showing.
1: Yeah, and I think like so that that was like kind of like a way for me to also just um, like I. Um, I was part of the eco club Mm -hmm. and so that was something that I really cared about and was passionate about.
0: And it's good to just have like other people that are just on the same level. On
1: the same, yeah. Thinking about the same things, challenging, like, you know, how we do things. Yeah.
0: It's your way of being a rebel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm going to save the world, bitch. Yeah,
1: How do you want to be a rebel? Join eco club.
0: hey yeah, we all we all gotta find our ways it doesn't matter which way you get in there you know so that's a great thing so now i do want to ask you a question more like still kind of sticking on like a little bit of like childhood but like uh. with you being born in mexico city how did you guys end up here
1: yeah so good question my mom uh so my mom's first generation canadian
0: okay oh so she's she's born here she
1: was born here yeah mm-hmm. her parents moved from scotland to canada they mm-hmm. had her here my dad, like I said, was he's Mexican. He was born there. Uh, my parents met in San Diego, where I mm-hmm. told you I have family um, with my, da- from yeah. my dad's side. My mom was just there on vacation. My dad lived there. Mm. They met at a bar. You <laughs> <know>? <laughs> uh,
0: a typical love story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah, they met at a bar, and they made a connection, and they, I'm, from what I understand, they might have been, like, in a long-distance relationship for a few years, and mm-hmm. then... They finally decided to you know tie the knot and and the idea was to live in san diego to live okay. there uh but my dad found work again he's a musician mm-hmm. so he found work with a uh, mexican singer okay and so he was his uh he played the keyboard for for this mexican mm-hmm. singer so they moved to mexico and to you know have this
0: pursue the this, dream
1: yeah and so yeah we all uh, all of us were you know raised there? So
0: like, how when did you like move here?
1: Like, I moved here when I was thirteen. So it was it was in two thousand eleven.
0: So how was that 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 transition of like, you know, you're growing up in Mexico your whole life, and then now it's like Canada.
1: You know what? Uh I it's it was it, it looking back, I think it was a lot harder than you think it would be, mm-hmm. or like what I what I thought.
0: I mean, everyone. I, for me, I feel like in general, it's going to be a, a difficult transition because yeah. when you're so used to one environment and then the environment completely flips, it's going to be different. And especially like in a place like here, I feel especially because like with the Mexican culture, I feel like there's as much as there is like like Central. It's like so like South American. So the connection is going to be a little bit off too at that because it's yes. like it's hard to connect, and then there's very few people to connect with.
1: 100%. And I also, also like where, when I moved to Canada, where I moved to, there was no, like, I n- knew no one that was Latino. Like, mm. I didn't know anybody. I knew, like, a lot of, like, people that were from Pakistan and.
2: Um, where did yeah, you first move to?
1: In, at Ajax.
2: Okay. okay yeah. Okay. So I moved yeah.
1: to Ajax. Yeah. My
0: most of the like Latino people are like on the they're side. They're not of
1: the sea. on yeah, they're not on that side.
0: <laughs> they're I'm right like, here. Really they're, they're right here. Go up a little bit like towards like the Jade and all that exactly. type of stuff.
1: <laughs> and I think for me, like the one of the biggest things just from like interacting with people was that um in Mexico when you say hi to someone, when you first meet them, mm-hmm. you give them a kiss on the cheek.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah
1: we don't not do that here. A, no,
0: no, no. <laughs> People would be like, what the fuck are you doing?
1: I love the process. You were like, uh ah. And you're like, oh, no. no. Yeah, yeah.
0: because at first I'm like, okay. You were like, oh, that's it. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. No. We
1: don't you do can't that do that here. here. It's like, it's yeah, they're like, you kiss them? You must be engaged.
0: It's, it's, but that's the thing. That's like a cultural thing again, because like, yeah. it, it was probably it's done in Mexico, like you said, but then I feel in other like European settings, mm-hmm. it's done a lot too. Uh, oh, yeah. Even Middle East, some Middle Eastern settings are Yeah. I, done yeah. I
1: actually ended up like one of my best friends. Is Persian, mm-hmm. and I found I think, but I didn't. I only met her when I went to high school. It was a few years, but mm. I found like that was the closest
2: mm, uh, like connection
1: connection to what that is because there is like a sense of community within people that mm-hmm. is just not here. Like we just don't have that, like the connection. I think
0: it's kind of funny because like I was uh, on a previous episode, like I was talking to uh, my friend, uh, and we were talking about just like. Like, his, like, transition from coming here is, like, from India, like, at 15, you know? And then, like, how the difference in culture was like that. It was, Mm -hmm. like, it was a bit of a culture shift and it was this weird that, like, the family aspect, it would turn into more individual. Yes. And, like, that, what he said was, like, this big difference that he noticed.
1: Massive difference. I And I would totally agree. Like, even just the culture around food and eating Mm. and commuting uh, sorry communicating is very different here like I know in Mexico there if like everyone sits down together and Mm -hmm. has a meal together and everybody you know like in town you know even during uh, dinner time they will all get together to do that right like it's not something that it's just like oh you you know oh I have stuff to do so I'm just gonna go have dinner upstairs in my bedroom alone you know, which is, I can't
0: lie, I've done that so many I times mean, in my life.
1: I mean, so have I, but it wasn't really, like, it was just
0: not an acceptable thing over there. It's like, no, it was like, what the fuck you did? Yeah, yeah. You better come like, here on the table with the rest of us.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, like, But, like, to see, those are, like, some of, like, the, because there's pros and cons to everything, and I feel 100%. like those are, like, one of the pros to, like, other parts of the world where it's like the culture isn't very westernized outside even though mexico in the west but like i feel the culture isn't ex- exactly westernized yeah
1: like, well you know. i think it would it, and i think it's just because it's not uh i guess we were in mexico the the conquest was your Europe, like european from mm-hmm. you know spanish Spain, yeah. spanish uh people so it wasn't not the French, and it's not the English mm-hmm. uh, kind of different,
0: different vibe. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy that you even say that because, like, now that I think about it, because like for me, my like I've only like lived, and like my family comes from English Commonwealth places, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. so
0: it's kind of kind of been the similar culture in a sense. Like, even though like Jamaican culture is slightly like slightly, I would say slightly now different from like you know Canadian culture, but it's like. It still has those those British traits that are like in depth and entrenched in it that mm-hmm. like never really leave. Like yeah. tea time, maybe. Yeah. Like that is like I noticed like you know from as a kid growing up it was always like you know yeah you feeling away grab some tea like it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. coffee wasn't a big thing yeah. for me you know yeah. man. mom mom Dukes is drinking that but like everyone else is on their tea vibes yeah and yeah. it's like that's just like a one little thing that I say that has like maybe lingered from this the colonialism and stuff so like i could have. it makes sense why over there in like mexico the things like that have lingered and why it separates from like the westernized two countries above it
1: yes no i would agree i would agree with that yeah we were (laughs) yeah there's there's a there's a sense of a a different sense of community there that i Mm -hmm. don't that is palpable and um and i i definitely miss it but like you said there's you know, there's good things and there's bad things to everything, and, uh, the, you know, the, the biggest thing I don't miss from being in Mexico is feeling extremely unsafe.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, because, you know, they got a narco war going
1: on right now. And, <laughs> yeah. And
0: people are still vacationing over there, like, it's yeah. nothing. I'm like, yeah, like, you know there's a, a war going on up well,
1: there. Well, for me, it's not. It's The narcos is a thing, of course. Mm-hmm. There's, that makes you feel unsafe, but... There is a massive issue with women being murdered in Mexico.
0: Oh wow, I didn't, I didn't know about that. Yeah,
1: it's called femicide. Like, there's literally an issue. Like, eleven women die a day. What the fuck? Uh, to the hands of like domestic violence and yeah. So and so, it's a big, big issue.
0: Bro, this that wow. Yeah, that's crazy. I not haven't even heard of this. Yet yeah, and
1: like, because it's not something that people really talk about much. And
0: I feel like too in Mexico, like. It's hard for the media to expose certain things because it's us they get silenced, you know?
1: well, Yeah, it's just that's it's just like, Oh, it's third world country news, like we don't really care about it. It's like the same thing mm. and I think also I think I heard Jessica Chastain. Do you know who she is? No.
2: no. She's
1: an actress. Like, okay. She won the uh, Best Actress Award last year for the Oscar. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay,
2: okay. So cool.
1: I, uh, she was in an interview, and they had asked her about Ukraine, and she was saying, like, oh, like, I want to talk about Ukraine, but can they also talk about Iran? Mm-hmm. And then they, they're like, yeah, 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 and they never got to it. <laughs> and she was saying, like, it feels like the reason they didn't want to talk about Iran is because it's a women-led revolution. Mm. And that's kind of how I feel about it in that sense in Mexico as well, is that there has been a massive push for, like, like women... To take uh, control and power of themselves. Control. Yeah, and being like, we're not fucking happy dying mm-hmm. at the hands of violence from men.
2: Which and is ridiculous.
1: it's just not something that is talked about, I would say, I would, you know, to the point of Jessica Chastain, is that because it's a women-led revolution.
0: I never thought of that like that, but I totally agree on that point, because what I've noticed is, just from being a man, Mm-hmm. You know, like you know is that it feels like men have a hard time accepting the fact that women want very equal rights like yeah not everything can be exactly equal because obviously we're just two different species of human being I'm sure. but at the same time i feel it's like what's so wrong about women saying like those things like that like i i shouldn't you shouldn't hit me
1: yeah like
0: simple as that like you shouldn't fucking hit me like I
1: don't to be walking around and it, like live exactly you know? it yeah. shouldn't
0: be right that like in so many other places i feel in the world because like you say this about mexico and that it makes me about like in india where like they have like women like they get raped a lot so they like yeah. have the like biker the, the female biker gangs to protect themselves yeah, in a sense
1: Exactly because they've had to take you know they've had to take over and take like the initiative
0: because it seems They're like people don't protected.
1: care yeah.
0: yeah and like that's yeah. I hate to hear that. And, like, I guess that's always the... You say pros and cons of everything from, you know, where you're living at. And, like, mm-hmm. of course you love, you know, Mexico and, like, being Mexican. But it's like, ugh. It's yeah. such a,
1: it is such a hard thing. Because, yeah, like, I said, like you said, I, I, love, I love my culture. I love my people. I love what they represent, how they talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it all. But it's, at the same time, so much of it is a culture of machismo and like, you know, that it's just it's just
0: continues to Machismo. Prevail. I love the way you put that. You know? It's just like that, yeah, man. And there's nothing wrong with men.
1: Yeah, <laughs> of course not. Like
0: I, I, I hate that's the thing. I hate when people feel like, oh when women say we want these rights, that means like, oh We're fuck the men. They're yeah, yeah. like, like I never understood that. Because yeah. it's like where did they say that? Yeah. It's like I hate when people feel giving someone else Rights that they deserve means that I lose some. You of lose my something, art. yeah, yeah. It's, like it's it's yeah. ridiculous. To it's me. so true.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I agree with
0: that. <laughs> we're gonna come back to things like this, but I kind of want to yeah. swerve into, um, like, you know, as we're going through like the, the childhood and everything. What were some passions that little Danny just had and loved? Oh my god, was always there.
1: So yeah, um, I I always wanted to. perform Oh, so, I
0: so so this is this is like you you saw this cup
1: yes and no but but because i was crippling shy mm. like so i can shy. honestly
0: see that about you, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah i was like i was i mean maybe not crippling but i, I could see you just being shy, like very introverted mm-hmm. very like um i daydreamed a lot mm. like i would let my mind escape in, in fantasy a mm-hmm. lot and i think that that's why I um, I wanted to perform. It was because I could maybe find a way to release what was in my head. And so I, but definitely honestly, should be a writer
0: too now. I, <laughs> yeah, I do write
1: sometimes. But I, I think like, yeah, I definitely wanted to perform. I wanted to be a singer before I wanted to be an actor. Okay. Before I ever family footsteps. About. Yeah, I have a very musical, very uh, artistic family.
0: That actually um, kind of does like... I, like I, I don't want to say this until I'm like stereotypical.
1: <laughs> okay, but
0: like when you said like your dad is a musician, I just thought like instantly of like some like Selena moment, like you know, yeah. <laughs> like like yeah, my dad's a musician. He was in the band, and like they traveled around, and
1: like it definitely feels <laughs> that way sometimes. Like yeah, he definitely uh, he definitely wants to to make music like, and stuff like that together. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I I wanted to be a singer before. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be an uh, an actor, and I think for me it was just because. That was the thing that I did when I was alone. I was like I would sing and I would and I It was play. a it was
0: your safe space. It was
1: my safe space, absolutely. It mm-hmm. was a place where I could just like escape and be like, Oh like I wish I was like this person and I had mm-hmm. this and like
0: performing with the, the the remote. Yeah. The hand.
1: I was definitely definitely doing that. And I think my I remember my sister uh, she was in the drama club, mm-hmm. and she was doing plays. And I was just I wanted so badly to be like that. I wanted to so. And she's an she's an artist, a visual artist. Okay, okay, now, but <laughs> that's what I wanted. It's so
0: kind of crazy. You guys got a little like flip, flip, pop a little bit. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. We definitely did. She's, yeah. <laughs> but that's all I wanted. Like, I just wanted to do what she was doing.
0: Mm. You saw it and you were just like, yeah, that's I could that's see the it. Thing. I could
1: feel it. Right. There was no way I was going to audition for any of that stuff. Mm. But, like, it would be so embarrassing for me. Like, it was, oh, wow. you know, I couldn't. My mom my sister would always be like, you should sing in front of this person. I was like, no. <laughs> Not doing that. <laughs> it's
0: one of those, like, they know what you got. But, like, they know that you're just
1: yeah it's gonna
0: take a while for you to be like okay fuck it let me
2: show yeah. somebody
1: yeah but i was definitely the kid that was performing at like at, you know at home like you know playing some music and like air guitar oh yeah and, for sure know. for sure like
0: i always tell people because like for me like i was like very similar like you know i used to um like watch men in black and put on a suit and like my
2: glasses and everything <laughs> yeah,
0: so yeah I, mean, I got i got into it like i was like you know all right i'm, I'm Agent D. Like, <laughs> oh
2: man
0: (laughs) i love that shit like that that was my shit right there but um so i kind of want to go into now like we kind of like touched on like you know your upbringing and like Mm -hmm. little things that kind of make you you Mm -hmm. i want to go into more like how how do you view how like society is nowadays because like especially you being like a latina but then at the same time a white passing person so it's like this weird complex of like being a person of color, but people don't look at you as, yeah. as such, like, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've had many conversations about this because it's something that in our industry specifically, mm-hmm. a push for uh, visual minority is very big. Yep. Um, and I, I have a, I understand that, you know, when, when I started acting and even just like, at the beginning and throughout many of the years before where mm. we currently are at, it was, you know, they didn't care about that. They didn't care about, yep. you know, showing um, ethnicity on screen. Yeah.
0: Diversity. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Diversity. And now that's all you hear. <laughs> that's the thing. Like you break down. It's just like, you know, a woman, 25, woman or women identifying mm-hmm. 25 to thirty any ethnicity push for, you know, yeah. like BIPOC and yeah. like, you know which again, I think it's great. I mm-hmm. think it's great that we are we're moving to a place where
0: it's kinda of evening out the play field.
1: Yes. Like and because white people are still booking. You yeah. Know? Like it's not like pe- white people are just like, well we're just like not working at all. Um no. there's just like there's just been a push for representation that I, there wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. And so for me uh i appreciate
0: you know i benefit off of it yeah and i do too like i
1: you know but you have the double whammy i have to prove myself as a latina a lot like
0: which is fucked up and
1: the reason why so i think the reason why i started booking more is because Mm -hmm. i went from saying in my slate hi my name is danny romero and i'm five foot two to hi my name is danny romero and i'm five foot two I start. I started saying that I like. I started saying my you name. You rolled your R. and I then they were like, the
2: they're
0: like, all. hey, we might need that sweat yeah, that that bad. Latin girl there. Right yeah, here. she's
1: not. Is not? She's not, she's yeah, not yeah.
0: really white, is yeah. she? Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's go back yeah, to her yeah, tape. Yeah,
1: yeah. Rewind, rewind. <laughs> so I think, and that was an interesting, like. Change that i actively was just like you know what, i'm going to start doing it because mm-hmm. also it feels weird when you say romero like that's not how i actually that's
0: not say how you that's not how you say it then.
1: but i was just saying well like i don't want him like i want people to be able to pronounce it mm-hmm. so i would just say it that way but then i was just like know yeah, fuck it like that's and then I, sure enough i've been booking more because of that and i think also a lot of the opportunities that i have gone have been because i am latina like mm-hmm. Uh, my a lot of voiceover though, right? Because I mean, hey, <laughs> you, you got
0: the voice for voiceovers. I've always wanted to do
2: those. Like you know, it's I feel like they're fun.
1: fun. Yeah. yeah, I did a I did a animation TV show in December. Oh, that's
2: lit! That's lit! Yeah, are you allowed to talk about it?
1: I can talk about it, but I well yeah i can
0: talk about it's fine <laughs> you know i want to make sure i don't want to know what you're
2: telling you.
1: no, no 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 i can talk about it yeah it was a so it's a show called work it out wombats it's a pbs okay. kids show
2: oh really, really,
1: yeah really. so i have like it hasn't aired at all or anything mm-hmm. like that um yeah but it'll probably air in, in another year from now like that's mm-hmm. how long it takes for animation oh, okay. to do it well, to makes sense. Like, happen yeah, yeah. Cool. and it was a really small part mm-hmm. um uh Hopefully they bring me back. That'd be really
0: nice. Yeah, that'd be lit. That'd be lit. You yeah. know, my, my my homie here, she's a she's another on on voiceover job. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Just be
0: on the mic, just like this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. It's yeah, it's it's honestly like very like fun, heightened like playing and
0: makes sense because you have to have your voice like represent what they're trying to show.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: you have to like kind of be very, in it.
1: Well, yeah, there has to be a physicality to it that I didn't expect. So.
0: Yeah, you gotta like, cause like. You can't just talk like what we're talking about. No, yeah, yeah. Like gotta, just like, <laughs> like, like literally, my,
1: you know, if your character's like, you know, jumping off of a tree or whatever, like mm-hmm. you can't just be like, hi. You can be like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know, have <laughs> to have like that. You, like
0: know, you, you just hit the floor. Like, yeah,
2: <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like
1: yeah. And that. So that's actually, the, when I started getting voiceover, uh, like just auditions and in general, I was like, is this is much fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's lit. That's lit. I love that. I love that. You know, I want to, you, you motivate me to get something like that.
1: Yeah.
2: Um,
0: now, one thing, like you know, just a slight pivot that I always got to ask some people on the show is like, I always ask one because mental health is a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. So it's always to ask someone just to talk about a time where uh, they first, like, encountered their own, like, mental health and, like, really had to check themselves about it.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Uh. It doesn't have to be the worst thing in your life. No, no. I-, <laughs> I know what you're saying.
1: Um. Honestly, um. I, it's been a, for me, I've definitely had moments of like depression, and mm-hmm. and, uh, and I think it's just when things happen in your life that, like you know, changes they like mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier, like a big change where you're not expecting it and you don't know how to move forward from it. I think that that can be hard. I think for me specifically mm-hmm. in terms of my mental health, I. I have a hard time staying still. Like I uh, I have a hard time because I feel like when I'm not working I get I spiral. Like mm, I get in my head. You're too like,
0: anxious. There's so many things i Yeah. Like you're, well,
1: because I feel like I throw myself into work as a way to avoid distracting. Mm. And I think uh, again I'm working for a the therapy. <laughs> but uh,
0: work in progress. We're all a work we're in progress a work here.
1: In progress, but it's uh but yeah, I think um, I've I've definitely found myself in situations where i i felt yeah really in a deep sense of depression and and fine and having to just persevere through that mm. um yeah yeah
0: so like um when you found yourself in those situations like what do you feel was a thing that really kind of like helped you get through it my art Mm-hmm. Which kind? Because, you know, we're artists in all types of ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're performance uh, artists, you know, visual artists. You know, you got your music, that's an art too. Like,
2: yeah.
1: Yes, well, I think even just, like, to get back to when my sister was doing, uh, like, um, all the performing when mm-hmm. we were kids, I remember she was doing the play The Wizard of Oz, mm. and again, I just wanted to be Dorothy, or I wanted to be, <laughs> you know, I wanted to be all that, and we actually ended up watching that my mom was like, Oh, we should watch the real movie. Mm-hmm. So we watched the wizard of Oz and I fell in love.
0: <laughs> You're like, "Fuck the play? I, <laughs>
1: I fuck the play. Like, look at this masterpiece of like you know, cinema. Art. And I remember feeling extremely seen in that moment. Like mm-hmm. watching again, it's like this story about this girl that's has like so much, like, you know, um, uh, uh, thinking about, somewhere outside of her tiny little Mm. world that she's so unhappy with that she finds herself in this like wondrous fantasy thing and i just in that i think for me is where i constantly find myself feeling safe and happy is like when i'm able to connect with the film and like a lot of the times like i think about my life in terms of when I was watching the show or when yeah. I was watching that movie or when I watched that and that changed my life, you know? And I think that for me is a big thing is like, yeah, getting out of it by escaping through film and then getting inspired to do that.
0: I, I love that. Cause like, that's like the perfect thing where it's like, yeah, you know, when I feel fucked up. I kind of just go, go back into my passion Yeah, and that's my safe space. Cause I feel like, from before I like because I've always been interested in like acting and performing and stuff like that and like ever since I was a kid it was kind of like always my thing but then at the same time growing up Mm -hmm. I was like the basketball player like you know the athlete and I felt like that was like more what I shifted to do and then what what I the reason why I was doing that is because when I was on the basketball court, it was my therapy because I forgot about everything and just for like two three hours it was I was just locked in Mm -hmm. and
1: just such a beautiful feeling like feeling that is just
0: yeah you just just like and like yeah after i was done maybe some of those things would pop back up in my mind but it was like during those couple hours it was like my sanctuary and i feel like (laughs) that's probably why i took it so seriously because like Mm -hmm. i was bad Like
1: (laughs) and it doesn't even that's an awesome thing about it too right is you don't even have to be good at it like it's just finding it Mm -hmm. if that's helpful like And I, I, you know, I don't consider myself a religious person. Mm -hmm. Like I don't uh, associate with any religion, Mm -hmm. but there is a spirituality in my, in my experience with acting that I don't find anything else. It is just like, I think when I'm acting and I, like you said, I, I, I get that, uh, moment of like absolute bliss, nothing else is happening. I'm absolutely present those are the moments where I'm like, I think that's what people think, or that I think that's why people believe in God, and I think that's what God is to other people. That's Dep- my God. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: I definitely agree with you on that, because, like, I'm, I'm the same. I'm not, like, my, my parents are, like, or my my family are more religious, but, like, me, I'm more of a spiritual person, because I, <laughs> uh, I kind of feel, you know, that's a whole other topic. We'll get, we'll get it to later. But, like, uh, yeah, so, like, for me, it's always been, like, a spiritual connection, and, like, yeah. I feel what you say, because, like, that feeling that I got on the basketball court, mm-hmm. I only felt that again when I went on set for the first time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, that's when I knew, like, this is what I want to do with my life because nothing made me feel like that. I didn't care if I was there for 12 fucking hours. It was, like, I, I loved it. And yeah. It's, yeah. Like, I feel like I'm tearing up just to talk about Aww. this, like, the bliss of, like, that feeling. It was, there's nothing like that kind of feeling. And I, lo- I love that you just said that. And, like, yeah, that's just... What you kind of like go to to get you out of the funk?
1: It's chasing that feeling that it mm-hmm. keeps me going. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: Yeah, chasing the dragon, you know, but the good dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Feelings, dragon. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. Honestly, like you know, you you getting a little emotional here on this side. Like, <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. Now, um, now, one thing I had to say, not I gotta ask, is like you know, what, like, how did she? How did you ever use like? The pain that you got through from going through, like, these situations, like, you know, to motivate you and benefit you, especially in your work. Because, mm-hmm. like you say, like, that's, like, the place you go to to, like, recover and meet your Absolutely. safe space. Absolutely.
1: I definitely heal through my work. I think that there, and I think it's just being, being able to mm-hmm. use what you're working on. Mm-hmm or like being able to use what you went through as a tool for your art to be better. Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, that yeah. I've definitely done some healing through, through like just, you know, a, a lot of, in, in college when I went, I, I studied acting for film and television at Humber and Shout out Humber. yeah, <laughs> Shout <out to> Humber. <laughs> so it was a two year program and it was intense. Like mm-hmm. we were, you know, I had like seven scripts going at a time, like every <laughs> week. Like it was almost like every single day we were acting various you know
0: different type of roles. All, all you gotta put yourself into these like different mindsets. All it's, of it. you like,
1: could not do like, you know, method in college. Like that's just not what you you yeah. know, like you could not do that. But you don't have
0: the time. <laughs> you
1: don't have the time. Like you would be a mess. Like you would just yeah. But if, but that I think was helpful for me in so many ways and um One course specifically that I ended up taking was, like, a voice and movement Mm -hmm. course. Uh, And I I connected to it a lot, the the voice aspect. It was about how to release your body Uh and your instrument, really.
0: No wonder you do voiceovers.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's been fun, but I... um, I ended up doing a course between first year and second year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Canada National Voice Intensive. Okay. Now I think it's called the Canada National Voice Institute or something like that. The anyway,
0: slight rebranding.
1: Yeah, they changed the branding, I guess. But if it's a if there is a it's a a method by a woman named Kristen Linklater, mm-hmm. and it's just yeah, it's about releasing and breath and mm-hmm. understanding. Uh, Sounds
0: actually pretty like peaceful.
1: It, yes, it's very, (laughs) like, it's honestly like meditating Ah. in many aspects. And so this three, it was a three-week intensive. When I tell you intensive, it's like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. doing breath work. And breath work can expose a lot of emotional things in your life because you're talking about releasing things and how, because, you know, a lot of what they talked about was like how trauma, can cause certain things in your body to hold on, mm. and a lot of it can hold on into your breath and your voice. Damn. And so it was a lot of like, tr- like releasing trauma throughout that whole process. And I've never—I think that was probably the first time I've ever experienced like a like a true, uh, uh, what's, what's it called? Like we felt like quarter-life crisis. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> but where this hits you, you're like. <laughs>
1: Man, why? I was in, because it was so intense. It was like 7 a.m., 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Then I would go home and I'd be alone. And I'd ah. have no one to talk to. And like then this Three is, weeks. Yeah, that's... Every single day, almost. And it was... It broke me in many ways. Mm-hmm. But I think in that breaking, I was able to rebuild myself in a better... That's the only
0: way I feel life. we can grow is you gotta break... Okay. You gotta... I remember I heard this in a rap song. It was one of the best things ever. It's like, sometimes in life... You're breaking shit down, and then you build
2: building up. Yeah. Like, and that's, that,
0: that's just how life goes. Like, it's just, it, and that breakdown might be hella painful, but you might build up something extremely
2: beautiful up.
1: Yeah, and because I think, like, what we do as humans, mm-hmm. right, is just, like, is share trauma and learn from that's, Like That's basically what we do.
0: Yeah. So it's just picking up from there, really. Yeah and I, I love that so like uh, kind of like before we wrap here like yeah. you know yeah like one thing gotta, gotta let the people know where they can find you you know that's
2: one
1: thing yeah you know uh, so my Instagram is Danny Robby.
2: put that right here yeah
1: uh, and uh, I even I think I have my indie page kind of linked it's LinkedIn too. it's LinkedIn yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> honestly there's not that much to see there anyway but Hey,
0: we working we're, we're working we in progress it. come on I told you guys this come on <laughs> You know,
1: yeah.
0: um, so yeah, uh, before we get out of here, Danny, like, one, God, thank you again for yeah, coming through, course. really appreciate yeah. it. And, uh, you know, yeah, you know, is there anything new coming up that you can talk about? But, like, you know, plug yourself one more time before we get out of here.
1: No, it's a lot of commercials. You might have seen me already,
0: yeah. You know, she <laughs> you've probably seen her on the McDonald's one
1: told a lot. I you, but it was, did you know yeah,
0: did, yeah, did the yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you haven't yeah, seen I that know. one a lot. <laughs> I mean, like, I've been getting that a lot so like, I appreciate the look shout out cam H, you know
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, we,
0: see, we, uh, we bought mental health over here I told you
2: guys come <laughs> on
0: you know but again Danny thank you for coming by you yeah, know you I really me. do appreciate it yeah. and now for you YouTube people if you're here this this long like comment subscribe you know all that good stuff you know help 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 the channel a little bit have a have an argument in the, in the comments whatever whatever's
2: clever but it's your boy, that's twice the willow Podcast, and we like that.